Welcome to Mormon Book Reviews, where an evangelical encounters the Restoration. So, uh, my latest book is a really interesting book. It has to deal with a major historical 20th century figure. And that book is not this one. Uh, so, I ordered this book, uh, thinking this was my latest book that I was going to review with the author, who I'm going to be interviewing next week. And he's like, well, actually, I want us to talk in the interview about my other book, my newer book, dealing with the same topic. This is Ezra Taft Benson, of course. So he, I'm like, well, I got to do this interview. And he's like, you know what? I'll send you a PDF copy. So this is the book that I'm reviewing. And it's called Watchmen on the Tower, Ezra Taft Benson and the Making of the Mormon Right. Um, so I got my interview scheduled. So I had to research, read and research it. And I thought, well, now that this book is fresh in my mind, I'll just review it now. The interview will probably air before the release of this, uh, of this book review. Um, so this is really fascinating stuff because uh, Ezra Taft Benson uh, came of age during the Great Depression. Uh, you know, grew up, was older than that, but, you know, became, became a man, if you will, during the Great Depression. And that really helped formulate the kind of person he would become. He was very concerned about the New Deal and especially as it related to farming and welfare. Um, he was very much opposed to the New Deal and their policy, farming policy. So as a result, he got into uh, basically the lobbying arm for some farmers um, and was involved in that, and so he became an expert in agriculture. So as a result, he ends up becoming Dwight Eisenhower's uh, Secretary of Agriculture, and he was the only person to serve in the, uh, Eisenhower's cabinet that served the full eight years. So basically, he had an issue with the New Deal, and he wanted to um, change it in the uh, Eisenhower administration. Um, and so that's what really informed him greatly. Also, while he was with the Eisenhower administration, uh, there was a lot of anti-communist red baiting going on. There was also Joe McCarthy. Um, so all those things were formulating things as well as worldview. Uh, the most interesting part of the book is chapter three, which is called Making a Conspiracy Culture. This has to do primarily with uh, Ezra Taft Benson's in involvement with the John Birch Society. Now, he was never allowed to join, but he was personal friends with Robert Welch, who was the founder. Now, the John Birch Society was a very controversial organization, and in the 60s was quite large and influential for its time. And Ezra Taft Benson was a, a defender of, uh, of the John Birch Society, and his son, Reed, was actually a, a coordinator with them, so he, was a, he actually was hired by uh, the John Birch Society. Well, there was a lot of controversy associated with this organization. Now, I'm going to step back and tell you, like, okay, I have the full spectrum of Mormonism is watching my channel now. So I have people who are John Birch Society members um, and people who are, you know, very progressive and very liberal. You know, the goal of this channel is to cover the full spectrum. And so I'm just going to, if it has Mormon in it, I'm reviewing the book, you know, but I just want to let you all know that, uh, you know, this book is written from, by a professor who kind of views things maybe more progressively. So if you're like a, a you know, Latter-day Saint that's a John, John Bircher or very conservative, you might be upset with some of the material in here. But I will tell you, I think it's definitely something worth looking into because he documents so many things in this book that even, you know, whether you're a fan or you hate him, either way, you're going to know so much about Ezra Taft Banson and everything that he did. Now, after his involvement with the John Birch Society, and keeping in mind at this time, there was a couple opportunities where he could have run for president with Strom Thurmond and George Wallace. Uh, he wanted to, but those uh, the, those uh, things fell through. But um, then as the 60s ended and David O. McKay passes away, he was the chief ally of Ezra Taft Benson. The other brethren uh, 
reined in Ezra Taft and made him uh, give less incendiary speeches at the general conferences and uh, kind of made him pipe things down a little bit. Uh, he was instrumental, you know, he was, he did support the lifting of the ban on black priesthood in 1978. So that's one thing he did. And then a few years later, he actually becomes the president of the church, becomes the prophet. And uh, many people expected that he was going to move things to a far right position within the church. But instead, he actually decided that his his tenor would be uh, involved in uh, reemphasizing and refocusing on the Book of Mormon. So much of what he did, his administration, was he focused on that. And also, the author makes it very clear, by the time he's 86 years old, he's pretty worn out. And uh, you had uh, Hinckley and you had uh, Monsoon were his two counselors, and they were uh, very much, very influential in the running of the church. Now, a couple things about this book. First of all, this is the book, and these are the footnotes here. I accidentally printed them out, but I'm glad I did. But this gives you some context. This is some D. Michael Quinn uh, sourcing here. Like, he has everything documented so well. So whether you're a friend or a foe, uh, somebody who wants to know more about Ezra Teth Banson, this book is definitely a great resource, and there's so many good footnotes and resources that he makes available in the book uh, that if you want to know who Ezra Taft Banson was, this is the book to get. So um, this is the official um, Mormon Book Reviews book review. Watchmen on the Tower, Ezra Taft Benson and the Making of the Mormon Rite. Ezra Taft Benson was a significant 20th century figure in both the secular and LDS worlds. Matthew Harris has given us an unflinching account of his political rise and his major contributions to what some call America's far right. While this is a critical history of the man, the author makes a point to show the human side to him as well. Probably the most interesting and controversial part of the book is chapter 3, which details his involvement with the John Birch Society. Reading chapter one helps inform his involvement with the organization because of what he saw in, in Europe after World War II. He blamed National Socialism and Communism for the post-war hellscape. When Benson did finally become the prophet, he surprised many by not advocating a right-wing agenda from the pulpit. Instead, he made the Book of Mormon the centerpiece of his presidency. I highly recommend this important resource to all in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, regardless of political persuasion. I give this book five out of five stars. So just a reminder, like, subscribe, have the notifi notification bell rung so then there's new video. You can hop on and watch it. Uh, feedback's been tremendous. I've been gaining subscribers every day. Uh, I'm really, really honored by the reception that I've received from members of the Restoration. So without further ado, you guys have yourself a great day.